What's going on and welcome into your favorite podcast in the world. So that being said, podcast and the Seattle Superpod. All um, in one inclusive, all inclusive package here for Christmas holidays. Well, kind of, because <laughs> if you're listening to the Seattle Superpod, you're just going to get one of them. True. You're just going to get the Seattle Superpod. But if you're listening to that being said, podcast, the full version, you're going to get our NFL uh, Week 15 preview pod. And after that, you'll get our Seattle Superpod. So if you want to listen to both, get over there. If not, you're on your Seattle pod. Enjoy it. Um, it's episode 20 of the Seattle Superpod, and it's episode 589 of That Being Said podcast. All brought to you by Sont Sports. That's S-O-N-T Sports. And for those that want, .com if you want to find the website and find all our social media and all our stuff there. Um, and if you want to know what S-O-N-T, Sont, stands for, Sports on Tap. Um, me and George went against each other on one pick this One week. bet only. One yeah. bet. Um, it's going to be an interesting week. And then we talk to Seahawks, of course, at the end. Um, hope you guys are enjoying your holiday weeks, weeks, weekends. It's a lot of holiday time right now, right? It's yeah. Weeks, I mean, weekends. I mean, it's actually, I feel like this year, and I totally could be wrong about this, Sammy. So don't, if, if no one needs to correct me, please, um, and, and listeners. Um, I feel like between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's been more weekends. Um, just because of where Thanksgiving fell on like the last Thursday of the month, I just feel like there's been one. There's gonna be one extra weekend of Christmas holidays, and I, and that could totally be wrong. I might be wrong about that. It just feels like that because a lot of holidays off. You know, you get New Year's, you get Christmas, you get Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, but that's every a lot year. Of days. But I just feel like this year there's one extra weekend of holidays. I feel you. Yeah, I don't feel that, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I, I might be wrong too. Um, well, we're recording this on Thursday during Thursday Night Football, so I hope you all enjoy. Good weekend of sports coming up. Boring Saturday, though, so enjoy. Yeah, it's weird. No no college football. But then starting, this is the last Thursday Night Football game of the year, and then after that we have Saturday games for the last two weeks. It's crazy time. Hell yeah. Uh, enjoy the pod. This is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Peace. What's going on? Happy Oh man, what is today, George? Happy Thursday. Thursday. We're about to watch Thursday night football. Lamar Jackson versus the Jets. Um and we're here to do our NFL picks. And then uh a little Seahawks topic at the end. I like it, man. How you doing? Um Sammy's on vacation. Now you're back. Back from vacation. Um that's why we didn't do our little uh post football pod this week. I was back on vacation, got to explore the uh, the nice country of Canada. Yep. In Vancouver, which is only a two-hour drive from here, so not that much of an international you, traveler. You were international. I used my passport. Um, big days. Uh, I um, you know, got to watch football while I was over there and whatnot. Got to watch the bad Seahawks loss, but overall, beautiful trip. Um, and now we're back looking at football, and I'm actually. I never talk about my fantasy team, but I'm actually um, shockingly in the semifinals of fantasy. But um, not the important thing. The important thing is. I do have uh, Mike Evans, who is now out for the season. I have Derrick Henry, who just missed second practice. Yeah. But, they, um, but they're in a playoff race. They're gonna. I they're mean, gonna play. They're him. gonna do everything in their power to play him. And but this is not in any way to really talk about my fantasy team. It's just to talk about the fact that like I could really see like if you were a GM of an actual team, mm-hmm. how frustrating like an injury can be. Like for me, 
like with a like a thousand bucks on the line mm-hmm. to win in fantasy. I'm like, God damn it, Derrick Henry missed second practice. Like, what if you're actually a GM that this is your job, you know, oh, and like yeah, your yeah. best players get hurt? It makes you think, wow, the stress must really be real <laughs> if for fantasy it really stresses you out. No, absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're at that time of year where a lot of injuries begin to happen that are, you know, season ending, people getting shut down early because they're out of playoff contention. Like Mike Evans, like for him, he might be, if they were in a playoff race, which somehow they might go nine and seven, but that's not good enough in the playoffs in the NFC. He would probably not be ruled out for the year. Yeah. He'd probably be out this week and next week. It'd be like, Oh, possible week 17 return, possible week one of the playoffs. But you know you're missing the playoffs. We're not going to bring you back week 17 and have you completely tear your hamstring. Yeah, and then be out next season. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get to some of our picks, George. Yes, Um, let's do it. Unless there is anything. We didn't do our uh, post-NFL podcast last week. Is there anything specifically you wanted to to bring up? No, but I have a good idea. Since we didn't do this, um, since we didn't get to do our post uh, NFL picks. If we get to a game and there's something you want to say about what they did past week or one of your picks and you want to talk about them last week, just go ahead. Most of my picks have some type of relevance based off of last last week. Yeah. So um, I don't want to talk about this Ravens Jets game too much because it's on in 15 minutes and no one's going to hear us talk about yeah, it. But, but my you- my quick thought is Lamar's going to play. They're going to put up quick 21 points and they might. Throwing Robert Griffin just to keep Lamar healthy. Yeah, I actually think the Jets are a great pick tonight, personally. I, I think the Jets will keep it close. I think it's going to be a sloppy game because of Lamar's injury. I just don't think they're going to – they're not going to ask Lamar to – they just go win the game. Don't don't try to go and get 150 yards rushing. Don't get hurt. Like It's going to be very, very uh, conservative game plan, in my opinion. And speaking of fantasy, not that I'm playing against him, which I am, though, but – You are. Speaking probably. of fantasy, I did see – a lot of tweets today about this is a very interesting moment for a lot of fancy owners that have rough that have Lamar Jackson because yeah. you're probably in the semifinals this week and you have an injured Lamar Jackson, the guy that's probably carried your, your team, team too. So it's gonna be very interesting for those people who have Lamar Jackson in a fancy scenario. This speaking week. of Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick owes seventy thousand in unpaid taxes. It just came out in a warrant for files tax on luxury cars. Um, pretty interesting. Well, because he today he said yeah. that he wanted the Ravens to uh, to break. Or if anyone's to break his record, it would be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And I, obviously, it wasn't going to be Tom Brady breaking his record. He's had some things like that taxed I know. a couple times, and it's probably due to being in jail for a while. Yeah, it's just a lot of it's unpaid stuff in the past. But it yeah. is kind of interesting that it came up just right now. Um, anyways, let's get to our picks. Let's uh, do it. How do you want to do this? Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. My first pick, um, you're going in with me on this one, is Tennessee minus three. At home against the Houston Texans with the division lead on the line, not the division title on the line, but the division lead on the line. Um, and it just came out that Derek Henry will be ready to go on Sunday, even though he is going has been missing practices, which is pretty good news over there. And uh, they've been playing some really good football. Ryan Tannehill has transformed this team. And here's a question for you: outside of the Ravens, right? Who's been playing better than the Tennessee Titans in the last four weeks? 49 in the a- and that's right in the afc oh um, i should have pre- I, pre- 
I mean, you could say the Bills, but they did lose to the. It's uh, the Bills. I mean, it doesn't matter if they if you lose to the team that's the best team in the NFL with the highest Super Bowl odds. That doesn't exclude you from being the second best. It's like saying the 49ers weren't the second best team in the NFC after the Seahawks beat them. And I mean, it's probably the Bills and then the Titans. You also got to. Um, if, if you had the if you had the Bills and Titans playing today on a neutral field, who are you picking? The Bills. See, I mean, I'd be picking the Titans today. You got to look at strength to schedule too. I mean, I think the Bills have had played some more tougher teams than Tennessee's been facing recently. Um, and Ryan Tannehill, as great as he's been, it's been a lot of system stuff, right? They're kind of the same type of teams, actually. If you look at it, both quarterbacks haven't been putting up crazy numbers, um, but he's been putting up. Ryan Tannehill and Josh Allen have been putting up the same type of numbers. Really yeah. small amount of yards. Not many picks, um, and just really consistent. Um, I mean, Tannehill has not been putting up. Sorry to correct you there. Not been putting up small amount of yards. Three ninety one, one eighty two, two fifty nine, one eighty one, and three thirty one. Three hundred twice. twice he's been under two hundred twice. So it's, I mean, it's on the lower end of yards compared to quarterbacks these days. I mean, you could say I'm sorry, but if you look at the average, he's not. He's. I think he's in the middle of the pack. If you look over, yeah, a five, okay, six but maybe week. middle of a pack. Yeah, and that's kind of how Josh Allen is. Yeah, Josh Allen. I though, mean, yeah, a, a court, right? I mean, Fitzpat. I mean, sorry, not Fitzpatrick. Kirk Cousins and Rodgers and Breeze. Those guys put up huge more numbers. in the three twenties. You know, averages those crazy kind of numbers. So Ryan Tannehill and Josh Allen have both been in the lower side of it and that's i mean you talk about tennessee having one of the better running backs in the nfl there's i mean that that's kind of why um he's in the the lower end of that um now this has nothing to do with this game so let's get back to this game uh, you asked a question i'm telling you yeah. to me buffalo is the second best team um playing as the second best team outside of baltimore right now i have tennessee minus three i took them last week against oakland just because they are the better football team we talked about it last week. Marcus Mariota wasn't good enough for what this team wanted. Um, he couldn't throw touchdowns, and he also threw picks. But now you have a guy in Randall Tannehill who's only played on bad teams, really, in Miami and kind of yeah. carried the franchise a little bit over there. He's finally has a good team, I think a good coaching staff, decent defense, great running back. Um, and you kind of see him putting it all together. And I guess the biggest key with Ryan Tannehill and why – I'm taking the Titans over Houston is I just think overall they're a little more reliable. I think the whole entire system now with Tannehill and coaching and defense and the run game, everything about Tennessee like screams reliable while Houston has been very much a roller coaster ride. Yeah, and I mean I guess the only thing I'm worried about being in this bet with you is that it's the AFC South and you have had horrible luck with the AFC South except for last week betting the Texas. Actually, it's more than once betting Texans. Remember Titans, last, sorry, Titans. Titans. Remember last week I told you, you said the same thing, and I said except for the Titans, since Ryan okay. Tannehill's been the quarterback of the Titans. Fair. Um, Maybe it's the Ryan Tannehill thing. Three weeks ago, let me see. Let me see if there's any other ones. Houston's been the one that hurts me when I bet on Houston. Damn. Okay. Well, the good news is don't bet on Houston. Don't bet on Houston. Okay. Well, you. If you're me. You. <laughs> but you can bet against Houston, it sounds like. Well, you can bet for Tennessee. Um, I'll give you my next one. This one I'll be quick with, but it's minus 10 New England at Cincinnati. Never have, probably never will again take a team minus 10 on the road. But um, this just kind of, I'm really not, this whole Patriots are done and not done. Nobody's saying they're done. 
but everyone's trying to act like they're not that doing that great anymore. Right. I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan first and foremost, but I'm one of those that don't hate the Patriots. I'm not a diehard Patriots fan. I'm not. I would. I don't own anything Patriots gears. I'm not a Patriot fan. Right. Like I'm a fan of what they do. But yeah. I'm not a fan. Yes. Last week or whatever was it Sunday night. Sunday night football, yeah. Was it Sunday night football? Yes, the Chiefs. No, it was the no, one no, o'clock game. It was, it was game. the one o'clock game. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, I genuinely believe they got screwed by officiating, and that and up everyone says, "Oh my God, New England always gets lucky." Okay, that's not the point. The point is, they almost beat the Chiefs, and they probably would have if it wasn't for officiating. There was three to four different calls just in the second half when I started watching that I was absolutely mind blown from. And cause them to not have challenges, yada yada yada. Yeah, they 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 were unfortunate with the refereeing. Like I never, I'm not the blame the ref for the loss guy. I, I it had a role in it, but they played such a bad first half, and they shouldn't have been in that situation. I mean, they totally outplayed the Chiefs in the second half, but this still the inability to move the ball is an issue. I agree with you on this pick, by the way. But the problem is they had, I mean, they scored early in the game on a flea flicker. The last drive to get down the field, they had to do a halfback pass. The offense is not moving the ball well, and that's I don't think that's a Brady thing. I just don't think these receivers get any separation. Yeah. I, I hear this every single year. I feel like for like a two to four week yeah. portion, and then it comes playoff time. It becomes week fifteen, and Nikhil Harry is going to be like Josh Gordon. So I, literally, none of that stuff matters to me until I'm proven that really Tom Brady can't do it anymore. The offense can't do it, and and for me, a, what are they ten and three now? A ten, yeah, and, ten and three record to me is not proving that. they Oh, can't of do course, it. no, no, of course, and I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm just saying that I'm. That's the only thing with watching that game. I'm. I get worried that the team really has no separation. They have no playmakers. It makes no sense to me that they got rid of Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown, the two guys that could actually make plays down the field. Two guys with uh, very interesting histories, though. Yeah, well, Josh Gordon was. I mean, I don't know what he was like in in the locker room this year, but he didn't seem like a horrible guy, and he's been great here in Seattle. And there's not been any hiccups. I just said interesting history. Yeah. I didn't say interesting. No, I, I didn't say he's doing anything wrong right now. Just saying interesting histories. I mean, uh, I can't tell you if he's a good locker room guy or not. So, um, I just think New England's. An, uh, I just think they're gonna blow out Cincinnati. Cincinnati's obviously not a good football team, and if New England can't get a ten point, I, I don't want them sneaking out a win in Cincinnati. I they should be winning by fourteen plus. Fair enough. And, I, I'm. I'm I with mean, you. what two years ago this this is like a. 19 points spread. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I would go with the New England Patriots. I'm just not betting the game. What's you got next? Uh, Tampa Bay minus three and a half on the road against Detroit. I wish it was three. Uh, I have this one as well. I mean, God, who, we got something Blau. Blau still the Lions quarterback, right? I mean, this Lions team is playing for nothing anymore. Well, meanwhile, Tampa's, I mean, they're not playing for a playoff spot. But, you know, Jameis Winston's playing for something prove playing for his job a lot of guys on there are playing for their job and i just think they're a better football team they should win this game i wish it was a three-point spread because you know a lot of times these games end up at three and uh, we saw last week Jameis throws a lot of picks but Jameis can make plays and i'm just going with the uh buccaneers minus three and a half um i'm also taking my three and a half i think one thing we've talked about continually on this podcast is they are they should Probably you could flip one of their wins or losses if they weren't just unlucky in a couple right. plays here or there. They could be fighting for a playoff spot at like ten and six right now yeah. type of record, but they're not. So it doesn't really matter. But 
I think that they're being a little undervalued. And, yeah, I know Jameis throws a lot of picks, but he also finds a way to fucking make up for every single one by throwing some kind of touchdown that's amazing or some deep ball or racking up 450 yards. Um, I prefer to have that than a quarterback that has an ineptability to throw a football. Yeah, me which too. Some teams uh, have. Which some teams have. Uh, he's not – look, he's, he needs to stop throwing so many interceptions, but, he's, I mean, shit. He's, he's puts up numbers. I mean, second in the NFL in passing yards and second in the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, if he would just stop throwing interceptions, this guy could be a really damn good quarterback. He sure could, but – but he throws interceptions. Those interceptions. Yeah, he does. He throws them. So um, I'm gonna go with the one we're not going. We'll leave the last one for that we're going against each other. So I'm gonna go with Dallas plus one and a half at home against the Rams. And um, simply, I don't trust this Dallas team. I understand that, but that they shouldn't be underdogs to the Rams at home. The Rams are another team that I feel like might be getting an inflated number here. So it's kind of going both ways. The the Dallas is probably not given their worth and I think LA is getting inflated a little bit based off a great win against Seattle last week but that happens Seattle's on a five game winning streak been on the road in in Philadelphia now in LA sometimes you you, you take a bad loss I don't think that means the Rams have figured out all their problems no, uh, I mean no. they're not as good as they were last year and I just think the Rams on the road in Dallas um should not be favorites um so you know I I'm going Dallas just for that fact. Simply, I think Dallas wins this game, even though I don't trust them. But the Rams are another team that I don't trust, and that's exactly why I say talent probably is almost equal to each other. And so I'm going Dallas at home. Yeah, I, I this is the one of the ones that confused me the most. I mean, if I, it, we're in this league. Uh, we pick against the spread to pick them league. This would probably be my one-point confident pick. Like, out of all the spreads uh, in the whole entire NFL this year, or uh, this week, this is the one that left me most like bamboozled. Is that a good word? Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Like, look, you're right. Everything you just said is correct. But God, Dallas has been so underwhelming, and we know that this team, the Rams, went to the Super Bowl last year, and if they lose. You can basically say their season's over. If they win, they're still alive for that last playoff spot. It means so damn much. Meanwhile, Dallas, they're looking at that Philly game. You beat Philly, you're in the playoffs. Like This this one confuses me. I'm not even going to say you're right or wrong. One point confidence. I would go with the Rams, but it's like literally my worst pick on the whole entire board. And I, I know, But I know a lot of people keep saying if you beat Philly, you're in the playoffs. That's not true because Philly is going to play the Redskins this week. Yeah. Philly's probably gonna be sitting at seven and seven. And you'd be what? They'd be six and eight. Okay, you beat Philly. Now you have the okay, tiebreaker. Okay, and there's still two more games one after game, this, right? One game after that. So if you're seven and seven, how many games are left? No, oh, no, 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 true. But like, if, once you play Philly, right, you have the tiebreaker over Philly. Okay, and then what if you lose week seventeen? Oh, okay, Philly, right? yeah, yeah. That okay. So you true, don't. You're yeah. not controlling your own destiny at this point if you lose this week because Philly's gonna have a one. No, no. If you if you lose this week, you control your own destiny the rest of the way. Correct. Because yeah. That's why it's not. It's very important no, not to. It's to important lose. not to lose. Absolutely. Because you could also, let's say, Philly lost today in this weekend, and you win, you could still lose to Philly and still possibly make the playoffs. Right. If you lose and you lose to Philly, you're out of the playoffs. I mean, this game is just as important to Dallas as it is to Philadelphia. I mean, I think all these teams. We're at this. We're at this point in the season where it doesn't really matter who it's more important to, unless we're at the point where it means like week seven. I, I, I just think at this point. Every single team that's in the playoff hunt kind of needs a win this week. There's not a single team 
whether it's for a first place in the NFC or AFC, whether it's to win a division, whether it's to get the wild card spot, there's not a team that's in the race that the game doesn't matter this week, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. what's really interesting about this week as well. There's nothing completely locked up. Um, even with Baltimore, even with New England, within the division, um, in, in the NFC with Saint, the right. Saints, with the 49ers, with the Seahawks, this playoff race is pretty wild and nothing's locked up. And I, I think that's what what's really interesting about this week is maybe there's not a lot of head-to-head matchups that matter, but there's a lot of win-loss implications on there's the board. A, there's a huge amount of them. And it, it's like, yeah, I mean, like I said, I have no confidence in the pick, so I'm not going to – that's how I feel about it. I just uh, – it's a huge game with huge implications, maybe one of the biggest implications in the whole weekend. All I know is – Dallas nor Philadelphia should be allowed to be in the playoffs, but that's a topic. That's a for another different day. topic for a different day. And I mean, we've been beneficiaries of the same thing when the seven and nine Seahawks made the playoffs. Still shouldn't the have been in the playoffs. I know, but, but like, no, I'm I don't not care gonna... if I've been a beneficiary of something. Doesn't mean I think. Uh, uh, well, it's right or wrong. But so you would get rid of a division system. Because mm. if you get no, out of the division in system, that, in that sense, like in a weird year like this, they would just be the sixth seed. Okay, I could see that. Like they don't deserve to get a home game. game in the playoffs against a team that has a four-game better win. Right? Yeah, I can, I can definitely agree with that. That's something that needs to be looked at. I mean, there's no reason they should get an automatic home game. But I, if there's divisions. I'd say the division winners should go to the playoffs. Sure, I think on most years, but maybe some years if it's for if you're below 500, that division gets X nate or something for. I mean, you could make it where it's somewhat realistic. Like if you're below eight and eight, nobody from your division makes it. There could be something where, like, if you're literally not even yeah. at average, nobody makes it. I there's mean, always, in college there's football, always we have, like, conferences. I mean, if you, the Pac-12 winner didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's, you know? that's kind of my point. There's yeah. always No, no, I see your point completely. Some things, as much as, okay, yeah, the divisions matter, but there's also ways to make some things not matter because they don't. I mean, like, does it matter? I just think it's BS that the Seattle Seahawks or the Minnesota Vikings will go face Dallas or Philadelphia in Dallas or in Philadelphia, yeah. the system's wrong. All right, fair. Last one. Um, no, you have two more. Two more, yeah. Chicago plus four and a half on the road in Green Bay. Um, Ooh, I almost went opposite of this one. Yeah, well, Chicago has actually been playing really good football as of late. They've somehow their offense is starting to move the ball, and Mitch Trubisky's he's not that he's no good, but they're using good schemes to get him moving the ball down the field. They're another team playing for their playoff lives. I think they lose this game, but I, I think I think it's a much closer game than uh, we we realize. As uh, one of our favorites, Bill Simmons said, he need, we need to calm down the Trubisky holics right now because. Yeah. Okay, they move the ball for a game or two. Yeah, that, that's let's, coaching, in my opinion. Yeah, let's. This game freaks me out because it's 15-degree weather in Lambeau. I almost went Green Bay, but for that exact reason, it's like 50. I, I don't know if I can trust either quarterback in this game. Right. Which it might be a low-scoring, ugly be. game. That's kind of but, my hope. <laughs> but my other fear was mm, 15 degrees. I, I, I probably trust Aaron Rodgers a little more in this weather. And he, they, they might be able to win this game pretty Handedly, or I, they're both two of the most confusing teams in the NFL. So Packers are um, probably the least great ten and three team we've seen. Yeah. But then again, it's, it reminds me of the Seahawks sometimes, where it's like we say that, but what does that really mean? Or maybe they're actually pretty good. We yeah, just, it's hard to tell. Look, I don't know how I feel about the Bears. It's kind of it's kind of like you were saying about the Cowboys, and it's like kind of like we were talking about the Eagles. Some of these teams are just really 
incomplete, but they're right there. Right. And, you know, with this game, one of the things I really looked at was defense. Like you like you said, it's 15-degree weather. It's bad weather. December, Lambeau Field. This benefits the defense the most. Not saying the Packers have a bad defense, but the Bears have one of the better defenses in the NFL. I, I think Packers win the game. How is there, wasn't their defense not doing too well this year at some point? At some point, I think. But now they're doing – I think they're doing much better. I don't know, like, points per game or whatever – metric it is um that that we're going to be looking at here but in general um yards per game they're at like a tenth yeah yards per game. what's the points per game that's kind of like what i like to look at or points allowed but fourth fourth okay so yeah they're one of the after the new england patriots okay we all say they're dead in the water the 49ers probably Buffalo Bills of course yeah then the 49ers okay so yeah the Bears still the Bears. have a very good defense Ravens Steelers yeah yeah Vikings. so um yeah that's why I think they can keep it close but I picked the Packers to win the football game 17 60 um yeah I mean I almost took the Packers but that weather just scared me the weather is gonna be a huge factor <laughs> um Last one. We're going against each other. I got plus two Buffalo at Pittsburgh. Um, and kind of my main reason is, one, their defense, man. We're going against a really average, below, actually, sorry, below yeah. average quarterback. Yeah, below Let's average. Let's not say he's average. No offense to him. He's been fine as a backup, but um, there's too many good quarterbacks in the NFL to call him average. He's below average quarterback. Um, you have Buffalo, who I was just reading, obviously, they're second in points allowed per game. They're third in yards per game, I think they're. And then they're, yeah, second in points per game, third in yards per game, total yards. I think they're in the top three as well. Um, it, it's They are this type of team that I just feel like gets undermined every week. And I guess the Steelers are somewhat the same. They both get kind of undervalued. Um, but Buffalo... Everyone wants to keep making a reason why Buffalo is not a really, really good team um, when they are. They're one of the only teams that have kept that kept Lamar Jackson and the Ravens under yeah. under wraps. Under seven point. I mean, I don't even know how many seven point games the Ravens have had this year, um, which could tell you a lot about the Buffalo Bills, I think. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Outside of that Niners game, It's kind of weird. The only they the since oh they played earlier this year, the Ravens and Steelers. Sorry, um, Ravens have actually had a weird. weird the Ravens they, started two and two. Well, also they've just it's been kind of weird. They like lost to the Browns, but then they only beat the Bengals by six. But then they blew out the Seahawks and the Patriots and the Bengals and the Texans and the Rams. Yeah, and then it, beat it, the well, it took them a while to like even though they started off really hot and two and zero, oh, they like fell back down to earth and then they. They've been blowing everyone then out. They accelerated from there. Yeah. But this Bills team played them kind of just like the Niners did and showed how legit they are, I believe. Um, I guess for me, I think for this, I think the Steelers are being carried by coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know when we're talking about it. I think the Bills are a more talented team right now. Uh and I think when you're a little more talented team, it might outweigh the coaching a little bit. And that's nothing against the Steelers. I think Mike Tomlin should be coach of the year. We've been talking about this for he should be. Weeks. The co- we should go back and retroactively give him the last what seven coach of the year awards. 
with the personalities he's dealt with. I mean, Antonio Brown looked like he was a sane human being. Like, we didn't know. We knew Antonio Brown was a little bit of a loose cannon, but holy shit, did he keep this under wraps. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is bowling. He didn't bowl in New England. All right, sorry, in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, well, you can go bowling. Bowling with the flu. Yeah, I know. Uh, Some people might not know that story. He was bowling with the flu uh, instead of being ready for for trying to get ready for a football game. Um, That's my biggest thing. I just think Buffalo's talent outweighs the the coaching advantage in Pittsburgh. Um, Just with Duck Hodges, I I don't believe it personally. But and I think Buffalo. But I mean, both these teams have a lot to play for. Yeah. This, this week has a lot this of is, this a game, lot of interesting games. By the way, if Buffalo loses this game, I mean, I'm just I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. But if Buffalo loses this game, they are in the they're in the conversation of missing the playoffs. They play they play the Patriots the week after. Yeah, this is why I have a strong feeling. Yeah, they're but not same with Pittsburgh. And but same with Pittsburgh. And I just think I think Pittsburgh is a better football team than the Buffalo Bills because of coaching. Uh, schemes, I've, their weapons. It's just the quarterback. I think the Bills have a better quarterback and a better defense and a better defense. But th- like you said, the Steelers are a top five defense in the NFL. One category, yeah. But the yeah, mo- yeah. but but since since I think about week four, I think they're like second or third in points allowed. Like since you know once they started getting rolling, so. That, that, I mean, that has to mean something. That's why I'm taking the Steelers. Um, I guess, it, like this line says, the Bills are probably a slightly better team. That's why the line's not three. That's about what it is. They're a slightly better team. Let the best man win. Yep. It's going to be the Bills. I, I, You might be right. That's why they it's flexed it. Gambling. They flexed it for uh, to give... I am to... glad they flex this game though. Yeah, this is a good. This is the best. Game. Yeah, it's, I'm really happy they flex this game. It, it deserves to be flexed, um, like muscles. Is there any other games that we're missing here that were maybe that were maybe worth uh, conversating about? Mm. Let's find out. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Um, the answer is no. Oh yeah, so the Jaguars and Raiders. Let's break this one down real quick. Let's not. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, not too many actually. Uh, great wait, games. I had one more bet. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was only that was only four of mine, right? I have no idea. Yeah, they're the Arizona Cardinals plus two and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. Was my last bet, and the reason for this is because George just wants to bet against the Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna continue to bet against the Browns. That team needs to fire their coach. If the if the Brown fans want to get better, they need to get a new coach. And part of getting a new coach is losing. So for the Browns to lose. This team's not out of the playoffs. I know. But I, do, I, I understand think they're going to win this game, and they're going to be at 7-7 seven and seven with two weeks left to go, which is going to be very interesting. Which would be very interesting, yes. Um, is, there, is there any reason you're betting against them, or just, just one of those, like, I just why think not, bad cause... teams travel bad, and they're a bad team. They're not a bad team. I th- you can't be 500 uh, and be a bad team. Undisciplined team, I guess is what I'm mean by that they're an undisciplined team they lead the nfl in penalties teams like that with bad coaching and that travel i mean they get a lot of penalties don't travel too well they're going on the road in to arizona and i just i think arizona wins this game undisciplined was a better word yeah that's what i meant to say undisciplined team all right we'll see the cardinals are one five and one at home so they gotta get one they gotta get they two do have one i mean they gotta get one more <laughs> We'll see. I, I mean, I, th- I think the Browns win this game. I'm not betting it, but I just think they win this game. Uh, they know this is really important for them. They could be seven and seven. They could be. 
on the fringe playoffs. I mean, I, I think they win this game unless, like you said, unless the coaching is really just that bad that they can't win an important game, which would be a which is bad possible sign. too. It's possible, but I like to assume otherwise. Um, all right, that's all we got. Beautiful. Um, for those that are Seahawks fans, stick around. We're going to talk some Seahawks really quick. Um, other than that, we'll be back after the football week, and we're going to try to get an NBA pod in next week as well. Yes, we are. We, we, we got to. We have to. This is episode 588 of the That Being Said podcast with your boys, George. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Wow. With your boys, Sammy. And <laughs> me, George. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I was going to say about. both our names, but then you froze. Dude, that was like. Uh, with George and myself, Sammy. And uh, we'll be back soon. And uh, stick around if you want to hear about the Seahawks. And if you do, it'll be a quick break. If not, see ya. This is Sports on Tap, <laughs> and this is Sports Radio. <laughs> Redefined.